Everyone has a story that they can tell. No one escapes this life unscathed by the curse of sin. We all experience loss, death, disappointment. I've once heard it said that pain is a universal language. It's a language that everyone speaks. It brings us together. It makes us the same. But what makes us different is how we choose to deal with that pain. Do we find temporary relief in carnal pleasures? Or do we war against our flesh, our harsh temperaments, and our emotions? Do we allow the things that happen to us to affect every relationship? Do we just carry on as if nothing is wrong and allow it to be perpetuated in our kids and our grandkids? Or do we turn and face those demons and and challenge the status quo that we received from those that went before us? Do we grow or do we die? You know, before I share my testimony here, I'm requesting a favor from you that you don't feel sorry for me. I mean, I am going to share some tragic details, but there's triumph. The favor of God is upon my life, whether I acknowledge it or not, whether I feel it or not, whether I act like it or not, and I should more often than I do, the favor of God truly is upon my life. So, and I've made it further down the road than a lot of people I know. So I will finish my race. I just have this one disclaimer. Mental illness is is a real situation that people deal with and it's not something to play with. And it can manifest in many ways. And I know that there are different ways that people try to deal with it. You can medicate it, you can counsel it, you can do deep breaths. But But I am suggesting here that the problem is actually on the soul level. And of course, it's no less demonic as well to have thoughts always swirling your head and hopelessness creeping in and wanting to just end it and not wanting to spend a day outside of bed. And, you know, you can medicate it if you need to get it under control, counsel it if you need someone to talk to, breathe deep to keep your emotions under control. But ultimately, you're going to want to seek the Lord for deliverance for something like this, because that's the only way it's going to come is by the hand of God. Now, Mother's Day, Mother's Day, what can I say about Mother's Day? The demon of suicide touched my life at the tender age of five years old. The memories are pretty faint, but I do remember I think my mother went missing for a couple of days and family members were making phone calls and trying to figure out which friend's house she might have stayed at. And I remember riding in the car with my dad, possibly looking for her, but like I said, those memories are really vague. And however much time later, maybe it was days, maybe it was a week, my mom was found dead. And the story was told to me by an aunt, one of her sisters, um, that she was found in a field, like a farmer's field. I guess there was really high grass or some sort of crop around her, I'm not sure. But anyways, the car was running, or had been running, um, and she had a gun in her lap. And I was told that my mom had shot herself in the heart. And if the bullet hadn't done the job, then carbon monoxide would have finished her off. So a five-year-old doesn't grieve right? Like a a five-year-old doesn't know how to like truly grieve, right? So there's a wound there 
that is just only going to grow deeper over time. But actually, within the last 30 some odd years or whatever, I've I've only cried maybe a few times about the situation. I think I've been more, I've dealt with more anger than anything else. You know, feeling like I was robbed of an opportunity to experience um, a relationship with a mom. So apparently my dad didn't grieve long either, though, because he was remarried by the time I was six. And then rumors were flying around, right? My mom's sisters um, and, you know, some other people who were close to our family speculated on whether or not this was the woman on the side, yada, yada. Now, I can't confirm or deny whether or not adultery was committed. I was too young uh, to be privileged to details of such conversations. Um, Either way, I think that that would have been horrible to find out uh, that that was the reason why my mom took her life. So I just, I mean, I choose to believe that there were some some deeper seated issues there. I know there was some manic depression and things like that there because uh, seriously, no man is worth dying over at all not even the one that's responsible for me being here. (laughs) Anyway, my grandmother, my mom's mom, um, had died some years before in a sanitarium. So she had suffered from some sort of mental, mental illness as well and lived in a hospital. And I have this one like faint, faint, faint memory. I was really, really young. I promise I can remember standing at the foot of this woman's bed and she was tied to it or, you know, whatever the restraints that they use in those hospitals. Crazy. And so my mother was found in the field somewhere near that hospital um, in Osawatomie, Kansas. So uh, after the marriage came along to the new chick, um, I was then subjected to like, you know, a decade of like verbal assaults and abuse, sometimes physical abuse at the hands of this wretched stepmother character, uh, who I eventually found out by the time I was 18, um, some members of my family thought that I was adult enough to know that this woman had at one point wanted my paternal grandmother, my dad's mom, uh, to adopt me. I'm not sure, uh, why my relatives told me that I can't think of any question I would have asked to have prompted them to tell me that but you know people in my family are we've just been famous for you know saying hurtful things and just being really stupid with our words and I I know that there are people who can relate to that like you just you know you grew up around people who call you fat and call you ugly and make fun of you and all that but then turn around and tell you they love you so anyway my stepmom she hated me for whatever reason and I felt that every day of my life living in that house I spent a lot of time alone in my room I mean my imagination was my best friend I was a very creative person and I was always making up stories and playing with dolls and writing and movies and and so it kind of created a lifestyle of isolation from a pretty young age but it was the only way to stay out of trouble and you know if I didn't want to be screamed at and door slamming and stuff I just try to keep to myself anyway eventually a divorce happened and a cheap apology came from the parental unit but then he got into another relationship and another stepmother came into the picture and before really getting to know me this one was concerned about me losing weight you see I was an embarrassment uh, to certain people in my family because I was an obese child Uh, food was also I guess one of my friends and so but by the time the second stepmother came around I was rebellious and angry and lonely and 
I was a teenager living a fast life and I wasn't the most respectful person but you see that there were these issues that had never been properly dealt with just kind of you know swept under the rug and you just go on and you live life and I don't think that's proper I don't think that's right I think you've got to find a way to balance dealing with the past so that you can move forward you don't want to live in the past but you don't want to act as if nothing happened to you if something really did you acknowledge it and you don't let the devil keep any power over you by keeping secrets anyway fast forward to now uh, I am no longer in contact with uh, several of the relatives that I mentioned Um, I did what I had to do to break free and overcome generational curses that threatened to ruin my life you know, I was I was created to be my own person. The Lord has an idea. You know, he has a, a, a will for the kind of life that he wants me to live. And it's not in the shadow of these people perpetuating their problems. So I've made it pretty far down the road, uh, but I did have to do it with a love deficit. So in the English language, we just use the word love, you know, for everything. We love a person. We love our car. We love pizza. We love whatever. But in the Greek, there are four different words for love. And the one that I wanted to mention here is the one that I'm pronouncing as storge. And that is familial love. That's the love of parents to children, the love between siblings, et cetera, et cetera. So you're usually it, it, it's regarding like blood relatives and close ties. So this uh, was never present in my life in a healthy way that I can reflect on with fondness. The exception would be the time that I spent with my cousins. And so we used to run amok around Kansas City. And uh, we were into all sorts of things that I'm not going to discuss on this podcast. But, you know, we were just little aliens. Um, we, and we had fun together. We, we had a good time together, you know, but we were cousins. And, uh, and, uh, there were, you know, we were siblings essentially. Uh, but I, I think that all, I think I could speak for all of us and say that there was a love deficit from our parental units. And, you know, I mean, I grew up feeling like I was a burden, uh, to the people in my life and the people that, you know, that I grew up around. And so I did my best when I wasn't being obnoxious to just kind of stay out of everyone's way. Um, I was kind of a weed though. I was wild. So, <laughs> and I had a mouth on me, so I was always offending the adults that I was around. Anyway, the wound of losing a, a parent that young, I mean, it's still there, but it's not as painful since I am away from, you know, the the oppressiveness of the surviving parent and, you know, all of the issues that come along with trying to live up to other people's expectations like I can just be free uh, to answer whatever call God has on my life you know and it's just easier when someone's not around telling you everything you're doing wrong I mean I take care of that myself I gotta work on being much kinder to myself and so things like this I don't know that this I don't know that a parent killing themselves at a young age I don't know that that's something that you can just get over I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm like over it but I would say I'm an overcomer and I don't let the fact that I have a past with that kind of story in it uh, stop me from you know moving forward with my life I can see that there are some areas where you know I have to deal with my attitudes and mannerisms and things like that and I wonder if what happened to me is why I kind of am the way I am in certain ways, but 
I really strive not to give in to a victim mentality. So, and I have to give uh, glory to God, right? So I would be dead if it weren't for coming into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I truly, truly, truly believe that my faith in God is is the main thing, probably the only thing that has kept me uh, from taking my own life because I've dealt with the suicidal thoughts. I've 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 wondered what my life is for. Like I've just wondered all those things. I've asked all those questions, and. I mean, I just have to tell you that I have dealt with some dark days, uh, even as a Christian, uh, where I didn't want to wake up when I went to sleep, you know, and it's just something that you have to work through. And but I tell you, the the thought of standing before Christ and having to answer to him for taking my own life was something that just always kept me on this side of eternity. And I'm not going anywhere until it's time. So the people of God have been my family for the last couple of decades. Christians are far, let me tell you, far from perfect. Uh, But when you find a a good group of believers and like-minded people, I I can promise that you, you will find out that they know how to love better sometimes than the family you're born into. At least that's been my experience. So I don't observe or celebrate Mother's Day for obvious reasons. And I think aside from like giving my grandmother or a friend with kids a card or something, I don't buy Mother's Day cards. It's it's not a day of, you know, of, of fun-filled things for me. I just let the sun rise and set on this day uh, like I would any other family holiday that I don't want to get into. I'm not a hardcore traditionalist. I don't mind breaking tradition, so it's no big deal. But to those who do have a mom, whether she's in your life or not, you know, do all you can to respect her, cherish her, uh, pray for her if she's not in her right mind and she's not making good choices, if you were abandoned or et cetera, et cetera. You know, if you are a mom, do the best you can at everything. Don't try to be perfect. Just be pure in your motives and let your children see the best side of you more often than they see anything else. And there's always hope, right? So there's hope for me. One day, (laughs) I'm going to meet this man that God has prepared for me. And he better be looking for me. He better be looking for me. Because I have turned down lots of dates from losers waiting on the one. But anyway, after after I meet this man, then who knows? Maybe a kiddo or two will come along. And if we're too old, because I'm, you know, pushing the four. Oh, so if we're too old, then adoption is always an option. I have a lot to look forward to in that way. And hey, one day, ultimately, this is what I'm looking forward to. I'll be in glory. And none of the sad things in this life will matter. You know, my ultimate hope is in the Lord. So I'm glad that I have that. I would encourage people to give Jesus a real try if you haven't. I'm not just saying go to church. I'm not just saying give the church thing or the religion thing a try. No, I'm saying get yourself born again and into a relationship with God. So you know, everything I have, um, is because of my faith. And, um, I, I try to always put my faith in what's true and soon, you know, I'll see truth who is Jesus Christ face to face to face. And, you know, somehow, you know, once you're in eternity, you know, this will all somehow seem worth it, you know? So it it, it better be, it better be because I am putting my full trust and my full faith in God that everything that's written in the word will come to pass in eternity as well. So that'll be the day when I have rest for my soul and peace forever in the presence of God. Hallelujah.
somebody shout with me. Anyway, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs>